0: It's 2 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. What's up, Tom and Mickey? Y'all heard the news? Ah, <laughs> ah, That's
0: right. We are suffering from a, a mild cardio infarction.
1: You know, it, it, when I first saw that, uh, that story popped up real quick in my morning news feed as far as uh, the morning news. But it was real quick because I live in a legal state. So I think they were like... We don't know if this is true or not. Let's just pass by it. Like it was just. Well, a real, let's we,
0: let's <laughs> dig into this. This is the top story of the day of the week. CNN is reporting that young adult cannabis consumers are nearly twice as likely to suffer from a heart attack, according to research and research, uh, for research four years on. ago. <laughs> well, let's 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 un let's uh, peel back this onion one small step at a time. And <laughs> so uh, they they report that this is according to a WHO. Uh, report right there and you see t- cannabis refers to psychoactive plants or THC according to the World Health Organization now don't just before let's go back because look at what that is that was like a sentence now are they trying to say that the researches from the World Health Association or organization or are they just trying to say well that's what cannabis is according to the WHO
1: Yeah, I I just don't know What the point, you know, uh, I saw Luke's Story yesterday, he covered it, and he had a great Point of how, like, you know All these, like, negative stories that come out Like, where's the positive, like cannabis helped my glaucoma that you you don't see in cnn you see that in like Mm naturenews.com you know what is this shit
0: if you if you you know crack into like that who thing first off they kind of confused you saying like wait who are these researchers because after researchers analyzed health data from over 33 adults 18 to 44 from the u.s cdc prevention in 2017 and 2018 Uh, and so were we supposed to think that was world health world health organization researchers who are these researchers in a canadian medical
1: journal association that's what them. i think it is i think it's canadian research like since but legalization happened. they
0: don't they don't like they don't link to the actual article and that might just be because in scientific publications and journals very often you're paywalled a lot it's like you want to subscribe to our scientific journal that'll be a hundred dollars a year
1: yeah no I, I, I it's a silly study though i mean because like if i can't see the the uh transparency of, of what was happening right like canadians drink a lot that's it's a known thing it's like what like, are the it, factors this is in united states the united states people are fat
0: are you know uh, so maybe that's it but then not only that it's 18 to 44 year olds um Okay, who are these people? Are there any confounding factors that they have? You know, right? <laughs> uh, is there anything, something else we should know about these? You know,
1: it, because if you're smoking weed, are you also more likely to die to heroin? I don't know. Right. Well, well, it's like when when, when you know uh, when uh, marriage, gay marriage was legalized in, in the United States, more uh, gay married couples died in that year. Why? Because it was legal. Like, th- this cause and effect doesn't happen with the, the, the heart thing, you know. Uh, I, I was thinking about when I first saw this, a lot of the events when I was younger and had long hair and darker colored beard, right. uh, you know, I I see a bunch of old dudes at all these events. You know, there were a bunch of – cannabis has always been a uh, an age uh, gamut type of thing, right? Like It, mm-hmm. it just kind of covers everybody hanging out. <laughs> And the mass heart attacks that were happening were none. Well, I just found the actual
0: publication. Uh, Lauren, I shared that in our channel. Can you bring up the actual uh, study that CNN picked up? It came out yesterday on September 7th. And so cannabis was uh, used. Yeah, cross-sectional study using pool data from 2017 and 18, analyzed association between recent use, uh, weighted logistical regression for other comorbidities. All right. And then they... They tried to adjust for demographic factors, socioeconomic factors, health-related behaviors, and concomitant substance use and other comorbidities. And then they said that they were substantially more likely to have a heart attack of 1.3 to 0.8. So it's a a statistically significant uh, increase in likelihood. And other than that, then it's like there's the study design and the the preparation that, that was there and the exposure and the outcome, cool viralities.
1: After that, I always like to see who funded the study, you know? Right. Yeah, well, yeah, all the money. But you know, after that, I saw that bullshit study. I had to do some research. Cause I you know, that's always been a thing of uh, you know, all these prohibitionist articles coming out, popping out saying, you know, cannabis might give you hypermesis or cannabis might give you a heart attack. Um I think I did a video the other day where some of the pills I was talking about would make your, you know, you die. Like the FDA disclaimer says you may die. Mm-hmm. So why <laughs> I can't, this is, these aren't reasons to put people behind jail. Like, like, the, you know, for this prohibition that's been going on as long as it has, uh, it seems like they're still clinging to things of like, why, when must we keep these uh, people behind jail? Why must we punish people? You know, they're Kentucky. Uh, Tennessee, You know, these 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 little guys protecting all the little fiefdoms, you got to give it up. And welcome to the future. Mm. You know, apparently, you're going to hate weed in the future. Well, they do make some disclosures
0: in their comorbidities of how they were trying to confound the factors that are out there. Welcome to the statistical analysis part of the Cannabis Legalization News Show. Don't forget to likes and subscribes for statistical analysis. Uh, but they, they were trying to confound for cocaine use. And I'm like, hmm. Wonder if they were just trying to make the thing say what they wanted. Well, uh, you, and
1: then I, that's when I always like to see. Okay, well, who funded this study? Right. What are you I, trying to find? That, that kind of verbiage reminds me of that damn sheriff from Florida. You know, like, uh, you know, he did meth, but we know marijuana's bad. Like, 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 because right. the, 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 these aren't. And that's why I found that Harvard study right after I, I, I saw this study because Harvard in their, in their study they, they, they mention. There, there might be contributors to heart disease as well, you know, but they don't say like, this is set in stone given type information. They're just like possible. Right. I, I, I don't mind possible, mm-hmm. but you don't tell me this is definitive because you know, they don't talk about the, the patent that expired. Two years ago, 6630507, which helps with the, the cataracts. They don't talk about the eight federal uh, cannabis patients that were out there for the longest time. Like cannabis is medicine, but yet all these people see, no, there's no evidence, but there's been programs. Yep, but that's
0: just how uh, science do, and so science is complex enough where it's like make the data say what I want it to say. Now run the headline, CNN. Well, that's like, well, who funded this study?
1: You know? Yeah. Well, who did you find though? Did you find out who studied it? No, I wasn't able to find out who studied who funded the study. Because even, even though it was a, an American study, you know, most likely it'd be funded by the DEA or some government entity looking for the bad stuff, right? There's no, like, you know, Dr. Sue Sisley is the only one doing a positive uh, cannabis study with uh, PTSD, right? Because if she can figure that out, that's going to help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But how... I mean, how many more other? Oh, here we go. Lawrence says uh, support for the study was provided in part by merit awards from the Department of Anesthesiology and Pain Medicine, uh, <laughs> the University of Toronto, uh, Kareem. There's a bunch of names there for that. on uh, Ontario Graduate Scholarship, mm. an endowed chair in the trans. Relational anesthesiology research. So, so like the drug company pharmaceuticals. Oh, here we go. And the University of Toronto and a Tier One Canada research chair in cardiovascular surgery. So, drug companies, um, <laughs> people that
0: that want you. That's uh, what is it? Um, pain management. People who are worried that pay, uh, uh, cannabis may be used as a substitute good for certain other palliative cares. That's out there again. The opioid. Is this the opioid study? Like, you know, just basically the opioid funded study saying don't use weed. We can't have weed being out there being used for pain management. Everybody will have heart attacks then.
1: Right. Like like the Pfizer, they just the, the, the Sackler family just settled for the opioid crisis. Like they said, we're not going to be liable, even though we help create it. Like these efforts had a video, a rap video for fentanyl like that they promoted and it's like they are the biggest drug dealers they are
0: the the, the, yeah the killers but then again like um what does your end go up to And, and so that's one of the things oh that's that's interesting what's that um the N's are different, and so the N uh, that means number of. Hey, welcome! If you're just joining us, evidently cannabis may uh, be contributing to your myocardial mar- mar- infarction, which means heart attack. But uh, when you're doing studies and you want to manipulate the data for the studies, one of the things that you can do is take the sample sizes and knock them up. And so, like, the N for the number of cannabis users is different than the N for the number of non-users. And so they may have just sample-sized themselves into what they wanted. So – Again, one of the confounding analyses was trying to say, "Oh, we're we're accounting for all the cocaine usage. Were you accounting for the tobacco usage, the cocaine usage, the cheeseburger usage, or did you want to find that data?" Uh, And so, but then, like, that's that's what it is. The n on the the cannabis users was sixty one out of four thousand six hundred and ten, whereas the n on the non users was two hundred and forty out of twenty eight thousand five hundred and sixty eight. And so, you see, you could have just diluted the sample until you go, "That's what I wanted to say." Damn. Keep buying palliative care from our pain
1: management clinic. You mean opioids? Yes. Yeah, that's how that fear monitoring keeps it right. That that's that fear factor shit where people are going to be like, "Oh, it was in CNN. It must be true." <laughs> I mean, they don't. People don't dig deep into these articles, which is unfortunate. No, but then like people aren't nerds, and people just they like, they read articles and they go,
0: "That confirms what I believe," or they'll talk about it at the lunch counter until
1: it gets political, and then people. Are like oh god, but yeah, but you know with cannabis, so that that's the thing is like uh, I I think that's part of our advocacy because we, we do dig deeper into like why you know because dude when I started doing this like when I started like looking when I first got out of the navy uh, I was like all right I'm the internet was brand new and fresh I was like all right let me. Google, you know, you can go to the Google News and find the local stories. But at the the time, it was like all the pertinent stories to your local area. And uh, never every day I searched and searched and I kept looking. I was like, okay, one day I'm going to see this mad shooting that happened because someone smoked weed. Or I'm going to see this mad, like, just something bad's going to happen one day, right? Like, and every day it's just alcohol story, alcohol story, alcohol. And especially with the time when I lived in Tucson at the border. And then the the, the drug bust that did happen, dude. It's all blatant bullshit, right? Like, they'd, they'd find pounds in the middle of the desert. And that was just more of, like, the, for the news story. Because, I mean, how much got passed? behind that because Tucson is the funnel for drugs into the United States. But
0: then uh, Tucson, Arizona, oh, that's Arizona, not New Mexico. New Mexico is doing a pretty darn good gang, a, a crackerjack job of rolling out their adult use legalization. And they, I was on a webinar uh, with the people that are put running the this, this show out there, and it was just great. Nice. People are going to be able to get licenses in uh, New Mexico as a, opposed to like a Tucson, Arizona, where it's more of a millionaires class.
1: Oh, and I uh, I watched that GMP video, and it was a great, uh, uh, just just fundamental. I uh, uh, can't wait to get more involved with people's, like, actual audits. You know, like, you know how you you talk about the legal stuff, and you actually you put it out there about, like, what you need to do, but people still need a team to help support. And, like, the secret recipe to an audit, you know, is, look, you, you've made it so far. You built a business. You've done this. You've done 90% of the work. That the, the secret to an audit is just the paperwork. And so that's I'm looking forward to getting those GMP certifications and whatnot out there
0: oh, yeah, I can't wait for those ISOs and everything. And yeah. so that's what we're going to be doing for the New Jersey and the New York and then the uh, the New Mexico and the new states. And so we'll, we'll have uh, our templated forms in the members area over at knowledge.cannabisindustrylawyer.com. Uh, Miggy's knowledge will be there eventually, too, once we get those things all together. But
1: the industry is mostly in the future still. Right. So we got cannabis industry expert Brett Puffenberger wrote on LinkedIn, just when I thought the stigma around cannabis was diminishing, CNN publishes an article with the following headline young adult cannabis consumers nearly twice as likely suffer from a heart attack and the problem is there's no actual research and the findings are anecdotal at best i mean that's pretty much what we just said it's just all be beach- shit
0: <laughs> well i don't think he gets into the p score but are the, the ends of of the the sample set but you know yeah uh, that that'll probably resonate and communicate better with the normal people
1: the human yeah Yeah, (laughs) the humans more like the non-consumers. And that's you know, that's where I I think the advocacy part comes into place. Right. Because I've been trying to reach out to the non-consumers, but uh, uh, sometimes it's so frustrating when you're talking to stupid.
0: Oh, man, there are just so many human beings on this planet and I'm sharing the planet with them uh, and they are on a completely different world. They are even though they're right there in front of you, completely different world, completely different existence than the one that you're occupying. And and yet the fact that you have to share it really sucks because that's why, you know, things don't go as you had planned,
1: especially with people in power. Man, I saw this uh, uh, Twitter post by a Arizona Republican representative that said Labor Day is a communist holiday. And that blew my mind because it's like. I mean, I understand what you're saying there, comrade. It's not but... a communist holiday. <laughs> it isn't. It's private organization.
0: Labor Day would be a communist holiday if the labor unions were the government entities. That would be communism. Fucking idiots. But I oh, just
1: well. felt, yeah, I just felt that was like the antithesis to America, though. Like, like you know, fundamentally, we're, uh, we're producers and, and, and manufacturers. And uh, I mean, that's what stirs our economy and i you know if the cannabis industry can just get a break you know i mean like with us we'll never be monetized No, oh gosh we're getting if we get
0: off this show and we aren't flagged uh because like they will flag videos which are seemingly innocuous and like i thought we were complying with their policies but no i don't care and then uh it just dials down your audience it's amazing. Yeah. You can just dial up your audience. They can dial down your audience. Welcome. If you're joining us, you must be dialed in because,
1: uh, that's well, not the just is. not just the dialing though, but you got dumbass kids who 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 make quite good livings off of like opening. Wish packages. Right. But we talk about policy and we talk about culture.
0: I mean, like, you know, if we could use this to get our our hands on dozens, if not hundreds of these cannabis licenses, we'll be doing just fine. Just fine. But then it's like, are we going to make it there? I have no idea. Because like the way that the social equity is going to be working throughout the cannabis industry uh, uh, is odd. Uh, from like a fact pattern wise for corporations, very strange, uh, brand new, and so we'll see how it works. But you know, uh, one of the rumors that I heard is that somebody in Illinois has 19 Dispo licenses. Wow, uh, yeah, but I don't think you're allowed to have 19, and so we have to kind of be like, wait a minute, what, and then
1: see what happens. So there might be a sale of nine licenses coming soon. Maybe get the FBI involved and actually check out where your freaking uh, transparency is at, man.
0: I guess federal prosecutors enforcing their federal laws that they have money to enforce, but not the federal laws that they don't have money to enforce.
1: (laughs) No, it's quite silly. But, you know, we're almost to 420.
0: I'm glad they're almost to 420. I wish the IRS was in the Department of uh, uh, Justice so that the defunding would apply to IRC 280E2. That would be a hoot. But, oh, well.
1: Damn right, dude. Uh, What do you got going on today for 420? Oh, here we go. I'm doing this. links in the description if you're looking to scale your business patent your plant raise money for your cannabis business hit up tom that guy our firm the collateral
0: base can take care of you and uh, we're helping everybody that we can we have a wonderful partnership with local council in ohio uh, in michigan in new jersey and in uh, massachusetts and in new york coming soon
1: for texas and uh, virginia And then, you know, once we get past the licensing part, then you still got all the regulatory and uh, other operations. Yeah, the operation needs that will help meet. So how do we want this industry to turn out? Maybe that's that's where we're supposed to go. I, I, You know, dude, like I said, man, it's not your grandpa's drug deal anymore, man. Like I used to be able to buy quarter pounds and I'd flip it and make money, but that's flipping like blocks. It's like, well, how do you improve that piece of squalor that we caused over the past 80 years? But I mean, I'm just thinking like that level of what I used to do is more like having a lemonade stand. I don't want to have a lemonade stand. I want to actually wear a suit and show up.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, imagine now you're com- – all right, it's hard enough to run a business when you're getting double taxed because of IRC 280E. Now you also have to save communities and and social equity so that people that have been uh, oppressed by the, the past 80 years of cannabis prohibition now get rewarded uh, through its
1: uh, uh, termination. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, uh, in today's news, uh, True Leaf hits a bump in its path to leading Florida's medical marijuana industry in my well, Year old oh. what happened to poor old Trueleaf? oh no mso this should be the best of times for Leaf. the medical marijuana company sold more than half of all the smokable cannabis distributed to patients in florida last minute holy crap that's kind of a monopoly
0: uh, uh yes it very much is
1: <laughs> it recorded 14 straight profitable quarters i wonder why they are not. the only like the
0: out of all the cannabis mso's that are publicly traded only Leaf makes money Nobody else makes money from my review. Curleaf loses money. Cresco loses money. Uh, GTI loses money. Harvest loses money. It's easy to make money. What are you (laughs) The only fucking game in town. Or when you run it like your burner, but burner has a different
1: business model. Uh, he's just like the now. Nah, I, I, you know what? Respect the burner. You got the game, but you're like it's a subway now because it's just like with High Times, man. They're uh, I just was watching the Benzinga yesterday, and uh, there's a, some dude that got the High Times licensing now available in like uh, Chicago, Illinois, and uh, forget where? Oh, New York. He's got the New York license brand, and to me, it's just kind of. I think this licensing brand stuff is just bullshit. I mean, especially when it comes to high times, like if it's a like when I got that run to Jules weed, that was pretty good weed. Like I, I, I'd hope they came out and checked the farm and the, and the grower. But I don't think like a high times or a, I don't know. Uh, you know what Migos makes on their albums? Uh, 30 cents on the dollar. It's damn. basically like
0: the inverted uh, Apple store. And so you your business has to pay Apple 30 cents. Uh, Migos record company has to pay them 30 cents. So and that's. I, I've heard like good. So a, a paperback royalty is like seven percent, five percent. 30 percent. 30 percent is not bad. The dollar. Yeah. Now, uh, what about you know, I'm sorry, you've you've reached the royalty agreements uh, and then the licensing agreement part of Canvas legalization news that we talk about so much. Uh, and so that's if, if burner able to do that for percentages. Oh, yeah, I know
1: you need a license, but I think it also goes to show the consumer, right? The lack of uh, uh, when it came to the culture. And and again, we're at the point now you go to a store, you know, you got to the culture is defining to like an alcohol culture where you have your beer people, you have your, you know, hard liquor people, bourbons and whatnot. You know, cannabis is definitely going to be one of those uh, you're in the know or not. It's kind of like the show. Right. Or me. If you know who I am? You you know. And if you don't, well you probably don't smoke weed. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's it's just crazy truly just they have so much frustrating Reese
0: Adams. A viewer of ours is so frustrated he's like, "Hey, I want you to do this instead. I have notes."
1: Thank you for your notes. <laughs> I think I missed most of it, but uh so yeah, man, uh the company pulled down more than 215 million in revenue in the last quarter, uh, on the verge of acquiring another medical firm. So I mean, like, supposedly good, 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 right? Oh but yeah. But this We're summer, how good?
0: I bet True Leaf might buy those nine licenses that'll come up on the block eventually. It wouldn't surprise me. True Leaf doesn't have an Illinois footprint. I
1: think it will once it uh, restructures its uh, uh, top, right? Because this summer, Trulieve had its first major public relations crisis in August. JT Burnett, the husband of CEO Kim Rivers, was convicted of five of nine federal corruption-related charges in a highly publicized trial. Mm -hmm. Shocker. Like... She was even subpoenaed one of those
0: cases for information. Although the inquiry was about a different business venture instead of TrueLeaf, and uh, the stock has been cut down by about 30% uh, since the trial started. I wonder how those marijuana stocks are doing.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, Ben Porler, a political consultant who helped craft the Florida constitutional amendment that led the massive expansion of the medical cannabis program in 2016, said nobody talks about J.T. Burnett when they talk about Truly. They talk about Kim Rivers. The only people who talk about J.T. Burnett are other people in the industry engaging in wishful thinking. Nice. Again, you know, you know, and this is why I wonder how so many goddamn millionaires gets s- fucking swindled. <laughs> I mean, because they're greedy and they think they have all the control they don't know how to use google
0: i'm telling you man <laughs> well whatever whatever uh truly is only down a, a fraction of a percent today that fraction being 33 uh, quarters and then cresco is getting hammered it's it's sub nine you can get cresco right now for eight dollars and 95 cents a share it is down 3.66 percent which is almost as bad as Graham. so yeah Sweet.
1: the cannabis stocks are on sale and you know what? I hate to say it, but definitely if, if you're in the stocks, I'd buy True Leaf because they're going to come back, unfortunately, because they are the only game in town. I mean, unless they don't chop off the surprise their I would change the their board and all the other stuff to, you know, we got a branding issue, image issue going on. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs>
0: Well, that's true. Leaf and cannabis stocks. Unfortunately, uh, they will continue to be out there, maybe even at your local dispensary. Uh, it's Merrill Lynch. In financial news, Merrill Lynch is going to accept more clients with marijuana-related wealth,
1: according to a report out of MJ BizDaily. Wealth management firm Merrill Lynch is relaxing its approach to take in on new clients with at least some marijuana-related business assets. Advisor Hub reported citing an, an eternal message from the company executives to financial advisors. Merrill Lynch executives unveiled the business plans for streamlining and adding more flexibility to the process of onboarding clients who own or invest in marijuana-related businesses. Interesting. Now, marijuana mm-hmm. is not one of those ones that you can, uh, um, like, uh, you have to just invest in. You, you can't, uh, like, uh, Fidelity, you can redirect mm-hmm. your money.
0: Well, it's uh, Merrill Lynch, uh, from my understanding, is a very large bank, it, you know, no different than like a Morgan Stanley or a Charles Schwab. So if Merrill Lynch or like, you know, TD Ameritrade, they might have actually gotten bought by one of those. So it was a financial platform, uh, more or less, and a complete uh, broker-dealer, uh, retirement planner, like the whole kit and caboodle of those banks that you can use uh, to have your 401ks or, or your stock portfolio,
1: you know? Right, right. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering how interactive you could be with your own um, investments. You know,
0: I could go sell out the uh, the the block of the MSOS that I have, but it's like I said, marijuana stocks are on sale. I mean, they are they are as low as I've seen them in a while, and new markets are opening
1: up in a few months. So yeah, you might want to start speculating in the in the weed stocks. It's amazing they're so low, especially considering that the pandemic has proven that the cannabis is recession proof.
0: Yeah, but um, they ran up a lot and they never make any money. And then you also have to understand that uh, trends change. No way, man. Weeds forever. Well, I know, but you can get overextended. And so if you look at where the the stocks were relative to where they were in the past, they ran up a lot. They were up 300 percent. So, of course, they're going to sell off by like 40, 50 percent. Yeah, they were up 300 percent. And then you're like, oh, it's getting back down. Oh, hmm. Let's start fishing over there.
1: Okay I mean again I, I, I ask you because you're more of the financial guy who who's been involved in actual business my my version of it has been an app.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, uh, well, you know, it's interesting. Stocks are fun, right? It's one of the three reasons I became a stockbroker. I thought it were fun.
1: It's gambling. It's all
0: it, it's it's a form of gambling. That's very, very difficult to understand. Uh, South Dakota judge, though, they added a marijuana rule for lawyers. Thank goodness. Ooh. The South Dakota Supreme Court has expanded its professional conduct rules so that lawyers can more thoroughly advise clients regarding marijuana.
1: Wow. The new rules. Most- <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm amazed. The, the land of uh, FU. Yeah. The rule says a lawyer may cancel an, or assist a client regarding conduct express expressly permitted by South Dakota cannabis laws, even if the same conduct violates federal law. But the lawyer must inform the client that the conduct violates federal law and advise the client about the legal consequences under federal law of the client's proposed course of conduct paperwork, baby. This is the same rule
0: that every state Supreme Court adopts after it goes legal, because like it did it in Illinois, it did it probably in Washington State. Otherwise, you're, you're creating an industry that's fraught with litigation and high amounts of money, barriers to entry, barriers to banking, and a shit ton of regulation. And you're not going to let them have lawyers? What the heck is wrong with you? And so eventually they come around and they create this type of uh, professional conduct rule because like, think about it. I called my lawyer and he helped me facilitate a very vast, vast federal conspiracy and a whole bunch of money laundering,
1: you know. Yeah. yeah no, you, hey, I just want to thank Jeremy Gold for the five bucks. Uh, he just yeah it says, uh, hey, it's Jeremy from Minnesota. Did I miss the stream? Nope. You did, brother. You're good. Thank you so much. Made it. Thanks, guys.
0: And I really do appreciate all the people that get in touch with me over at Cannabis Industry Lawyer and then on uh, my Instagram handle, handle Cannabis Industry Lawyer. Uh, really can't keep up with it all.
1: Hey, so, oh shit, man. I was about to say something about that South Dakota stuff. Oh, I was thinking, so, like, the actual counsel is going to be like, look, first off, I got this disclaimer about, like, how it's federally illegal. And now I got the second disclaimer about how I can advise you on the, the other shit. And here's our state rules. I mean, well, uh, no, that, and that it's it's in the operating
0: agreements too. And so, operating agreements are the governing document of a limited liability company. Uh, so, like, there's disclaimers. It's like, hey, uh, this contract violates federal
1: law. You've been warned. I'm just saying, this is why most things should be done on, on, on weed, anyways. You just be like, all right, sit down, dude, because I got to read this one. And then I got to read this one. And <laughs> you're just going to be like, Mm-hmm. It's like class, man.
0: But uh oh man, yeah. When your application is seven hundred and fifty pages, when was the last time you read a seven hundred and fifty page book? Now, granted, it's a book about weed, but it's boring because it's all about compliance.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I can't even tell you the last time I actually like read read like I've, for a guy who likes to write. I sure don't fucking read a lot. <laughs> read a <laughs> I haven't lot. read it in a while. I used read a to a lot. Read. Yeah, I used to. But uh, the uh, Supreme Court's new rule on marijuana resulted from a decision... Oops, let me go back up. The South Dakota Department of Health takes its proposed medical cannabis regulations before the legislation's rules reviews committee on Monday. Ooh, September 13th. Neat. Nice. Uh, Amendment a, however, had, was declared invalid by the court of circuit judge, Christina Klinger and the South Dakota Supreme court is considering its legality. Come on the South Dakota Supreme, Supreme court. court. Now this so, is all yeah. because of the goddamn governor, right? This is the one that That's the governors right. do. Little. This is the example of uh, what
0: can happen when the administration in power doesn't agree with the politics of what the people want to do and this is not this this isn't unique this is exactly what happened in arizona in
1: 1997 and this also has nothing to do about what's right or wrong because what is it the uh i think the prosecuting attorney general there uh, had a dui and, and killed somebody and oh, then wow. the same it's lady hypocrisy it's yeah hypocrisy there's, there's nothing about like the, 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 for their South Dakota Their fellow man That's ridiculous Yeah
0: and then speaking of Let's give shouts out To those guys And so the Bar's Ethics Committee Shout out to the South Dakota Bar Association's Ethic Committee woo, Chair Sandy Moorhead Of Sioux Falls Called for its endorsement Seconded by Steve Hoff Of Yankton My brother-in-law Is from Yankton
1: <laughs> Yankton uh, <laughs> Want we'll to name that straight?
0: Hey, that would be so much fun. The only thing that should get is flagged. <laughs> yeah.
1: There it is. That's mm. That's lovely. Yes. Mm. Do we have Very hints? Good. I love when we do the hints, you know? This is the kind of bud I think, like, it would have, like, you know how... Uh, plant can have like a little leathery texture a little thicker right. yeah. i can i can almost feel this plant in my head like a little squishy just I
0: nose. would call this like uh like you know heirloom strains would have to go back decades and so like heirloom strains are basically your land-raised strains right maybe like i don't know how old blueberry is like maybe like, if it's 20 years old for a cannabis seed maybe then heirloom if it's like a regular seed 50 this one is like a classic strain and it goes back and and it's uh it is the mother of so many freaking crosses oh yeah so many and uh you know, the, it's, I, it's itself is a cross,
1: right? I feel this comment right here. I love dirtweed. It's telling on dirtweed. poor person.
0: <laughs> uh, okay this here. one also. Uh, the hint is this is one of those strains that has a trademark violation in its name. Oh yes, yeah.
1: definitely. <laughs> <It's> one, <laughs> yeah, that's no, a good one. I, uh it's a really hey. Thank you, Beth. Gorilla Glue. yeah, That's right,
0: Good original glue, you. and Afino on that one was always number four. And, of course, then it was shortened and truncated to GG4 because that is compliant.
1: Or just glue. Or uh, just GG4. Right. GG4, according to Leafly, a potent hybrid strain that delivers heavy-handed euphoria and relaxation, <laughs> leaving you feeling glued to the couch. Its chunky resin-covered buds fill the room with Pungent, earthy and sour aromas inherited from the parent strains. That's what I'm talking about. That chunky rec- buds, man. I just love that little thickness, the little, mm-hmm. all well. a and then this, the, the
0: lineup of its parent strains, they got chunky written all over them. They are chem sister, sour, dub and chocolate diesel. And it looks like it's uh, maybe from Michigan across. Cause it, it won both the Michigan and LA 2014 cannabis cups and high times, Jamaican world cup.
1: Do you ever uh, take scissors to a bud?
0: Oh, yeah, I take scissors to the butt all the time. That's one of the reasons why I bought one of those automatic trimmers, because I'm like, I'm not trimming that
1: harvest. Screw this, you know. Well, I meant, like, the actual, like, uh, the, the nug. Like, before I got into grinders, you know, if I got that really sticky weed, I would snip it in little parts that way, because they couldn't – you can't just, you know. I mean, you can, but then you get all – Some people are like – that. you think – that you are born for a particular purpose. And out there, there are whole
0: teams of people who were born and put on this earth to do nothing more than trim like banshees.
1: Okay. Oh, they can just mow down pounds. Trimming's a skill set for sure. Yeah. So firm led by oh, this one really just err. Uh, firm led by formerly anti-drug GOP Center will lobby for marijuana business in New York, marijuana moment. Ooh, this sounds like the John Boehner play for Acreage
0: Holdings, but now it's actually a New York-based lobbying firm headed by former Republican Senator Alfonso D'Amato, a Republican from New York. He founded Park Strategies in 1999, just after leaving the Senate with an
1: established record of supporting the war on drugs. I wish they would, like, relabel those articles, like, asshole who wants to put people behind jails to seize money grab. hmm this just, is just very infuriating, man. Like, uh,
0: now the outlaw Josie Wales, that was a movie. Interesting. Accidentally pollinating clone only strain. Oh man. That is interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's neat. Thanks Chad.
0: Yeah. Thanks for the shout out, Chad.
1: He's got mad information. Mm. Let's see. Uh, where we at on the? Uh... Oh, his
0: firm, Park Strategies, is getting into the cannabis business, offering ser- services to influence regulations for both marijuana companies and ancillary markets. They aren't bribes; they're consulting fees to particular people in the community that have vested interest in seeing the right thing
1: happen. To me and my wallet it's, and about so, yeah. money, right? it's, about it's about what you call the money right it's <laughs> about <laughs> the money the amounts the amato said in a press release with governor kathy Hochul's prioritizing or the Hokel's prioritizing the cannabis law by making appointments to the cannabis office and governing boards so quickly after taking office tells us new york is serious about growing the cannabis industry in the state we're happy to be making our own investment to assure that success you know uh former guest uh, Blue Dream, I follow them on Instagram and man, they got an amazing thing going on out there. You know, big ups to you guys in New York. Yeah. Big up to New York.
0: Hopefully Governor Kathy
1: Hochul's appointments
0: and the rules that will be coming out in the application process and procedure is fair. Provided that it's fair and that's all that we want, you know, well, they're a lot of social equity. I love how yeah. they if they if Connecticut pulls off this lottery this fall and it goes well, I would see that lottery probably replicated by maybe not just New York but also New Jersey and Illinois.
1: Chad, uh, he made more comment about the Josie Wells. Says she passed away last year. Family retains wow. the lights and licensing. Chad, was Josie Wells? Was she that little bitty? Um, there was an activist I met. One of the hemp fests, Uh couldn't walk, yeah. but like part of the generational wealth is estate planning. Remember well, that. Oh, that's the whole. Well, do you think generational wealth will be g- given a chance here in New York? I mean, again, very well, interesting. I got off the
0: phone with a guy, and then like from the the deal that he was telling me. And, and just some basic math. Uh, it, it could have been worth anything between five and seventeen point five million dollars. And so if you are a, a social equity applicant in one of these other states, that opportunity and that reality may come a day where it's you're it's you're the one on the end of that fact pattern. But you may not understand that fact pattern.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I would you know though in in so New York, I mean, I just think there's such a great opportunity for commerce. I mean, the black market proven the traditional market proven to be successful out there. And now when you get this regulatory market uh you again, it's like opening a restaurant. So with the area of entry area of entry barrier, mm-hmm. it would be like what? Uh still half a million there?
0: Oh, I'm sure you could open restaurants into the, into the millions of dollars, you know, it. but then like, so that you could do any type of flavor or persuasion that you want, you're just more likely to go. I think it's going to be a lot more like liquor in the sense that, uh, it's pervasive. So there's going to be weed everywhere, man. There might be brands, but your, your cannabis dispensary license, absolute valuation may never be at its highest in the next like 10 years. And then after that, 10, 20 years down the road. Is it going to truly be like a bar? Like bars change hands all the time. And then they're here, then they're there, but they still all need a liquor license. If, if that's where it's going, it'll probably take about 20 to 30 years to settle into it.
1: Yeah. I just, it's just so crazy. As I'm reading more about this jack wagon in the, uh, uh, the motto guy, uh, he was really against, uh, Drugs, per se, because he introduced a bill, and amendment in 1990 that would have allowed taxpayers to designate overpayments to fund drug war enforcement. He (laughs) co-sponsored anti-drug legislation. I mean, this this guy, he
0: didn't. He also signed on to Senator Strom Thurmond's. That's right. That that guy who peed down his leg to uh, filibuster, uh, you know, integrating the public schools, violent crime and drug enforcement improvements act which would have expanded federal asset forfeiture authorities made it so juveniles could be transferred to adult court for certain violent or drug related crimes and established a new office to plan and coordinate drug enforcement efforts for the federal government. Uh, when I read stuff like that, I'm like, I am so glad they have social equity now because that they did that on purpose.
1: Yeah. I just, it, you know, what's that? The, it grinds my gears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, your jobs. Mm-hmm. I just, just you want this vendetta, and then now you see the money grab, and just overall, you didn't save anybody in all these times that you were in office. You know that just goes to show you the politicians and whoever's running the shows. You know, I was thinking about the, uh, uh, you know, everybody was talking about the 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 More Act, and then the, the Safe Banking, and then the what's the the Care or the CAO thing, the Schumer one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is all pending on like when these people decide to, you know, have them heard, you know, they have to get scheduled first? Cause everybody's, they always ask us in our chats, so like, what's the, what's going on with the Schumer bill or all this bill? Nothing right now. Nothing until it gets put on a calendar. But I think what, what, what can get done is the, uh, the infrastructure bill, you know, cause there's lots of, uh, um, funding for testing for, uh, uh studies for the, uh, which would be the foundation for the legals yeah. following but let's not make it seem like this guy is just out carpetbagging.
0: Maybe he has had a change of heart. He's, you know, he's been reached for comment regarding his new money-making opportunity, and he said, it's been a tough pill to swallow, and if you asked me five years ago if I would even, even consider legalizing medical, medical marijuana, I would have said, not a chance. But the times are changing, and marijuana has become a viable form of alternative medicine for those suffering from many debilitating diseases, such as ALS, multiple sclerosis, cancer, and others, when Traditional medicines fail to offer relief. Why not give patients alternatives?
1: Let me just tell him times aren't changing. It's the same shit from fucking 10 years ago. The times checks are not just ch- being written by from somebody else now. Yeah. Cannabis was medicine then. It's cannabis is medicine now.
0: Yeah, but I've noticed that my loyalties kind of go toward <laughs> whom signing my check.
1: Well, I'm not going to say it. that's not true. Hey, man, it's just infuriating when that person is someone in power and, and it has affected lives mm-hmm. like and, and for the worse. But, hey, you know, uh, Labor Day ranks among the highest sales day for cannabis, International Business Times. That's right. Because on your day off, you should relax. Relax. Damn right. And that's why I was saying, like, that jack wagon who, who talked about, like, uh, Labor Day being the, the communist holiday, but it's a worker's holiday. And, and and the cannabis industry has provided successful paying, you know, people paying the rent, paying their electric bills, you know, taking care of their stuff. Uh, marijuana sells. Okay, bro. Oh, I was just going to say the labor industry uh, has been
0: integral in where we are in America. But it's, it's a story as old as time. Like, management always just like that's why they had to hire those strike breakers so you'd have somebody a private interest that has all the money trying to get the laws and the rules rigged their own way so that they can screw everybody else over and keep it all
1: yeah and this is why homegrown is so important i think too because everybody hates msos and i agree corporate walmart cannabis would be horrible whatever but again rich people don't want to go to jail so the laws protect that Beethole will protect me in the end and if home grow can stay fundamentally part of it, it it's not going to hurt homebrew hasn't hurt fucking bar industry it's not going to hurt the cannabis industry growing weed's tough and so
0: like some people will make a hobby of it but you're going to have to get your legs under you and then you're going to actually have to get runs under you and that takes time so like you know uh how many people are going to give up on their dream of growing weed after trying to grow it in their basement for two years a lot. A lot, but then a lot of others, they really enjoy the plant and they like gardening. Uh, I'm going to do another video on my, my phone regarding the status of the Grow Planner. Shout out to them. Don't forget to check out Grow Planner or Mars Hydro. They they gave us some nice lights, and the Mars Hydro wares are going to be delivered, and I will play Name the Strain with that one. Uh, but the the other ones, the Purple City Genetics, those ones are going to be coming home here in about another uh None of those sponsors. I'm going to shit on Autopot. You suck, Autopot.
1: <laughs> that good, huh? Yeah.
0: Eh, don't even get me started.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So, see, so, yeah. Uh, marijuana sales are expected to surge over Labor Day weekend, which would lead to the second highest day of sales for the plant in 2021. Corner report by we're Number two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> number two. <laughs> Company Arkea. Arke- roughly 240 million in national uh, cannabis sales were expected over the holiday weekend. That's just legal. Purchases.
0: Oh, yeah. So Art. multiply that number by two, and then you have the complete composition of approximately one-third of the market being lawful and two-thirds being uh, unlawful.
1: Yeah, tax-free. <laughs> um, where was it? Oh, yeah. Kern noted that the surge would have started on Friday with about 90 million in sales, up 62% on the average Friday. Saturday was expected to bring 69 million in sales, and Sunday expected to see 39 million. Jeez Louise. Did you uh, partake? Uh, yeah, I, I have.
0: I've actually been buying the dispensary stuff because I'm kind of dry uh, from my medical supply, uh, you know, moving and all that. other stuff. And I wasn't bringing in plants in here after I had the pH imbalance. pH imbalances suck. I mean, like hard water is good. So whenever I see anybody oh, trying right. to drink like alkaline water in, in my local village, I can go like, don't you have any idea what the alkalinity of the tap water already is? <laughs> yeah.
1: I, feel, I feel for your plants, man. <laughs> that just sucks, bro. Uh, but yeah, Friday was set. Right, blah, blah, blah. Sales did reach up to 90 million on Friday. It would account for the second highest day of 2021 following 420. Mm-hmm. Neat. 38 states allow for legal cannabis purchases neat and that's just in the recreational markets because even those states have uh medical markets as well Well, most of those are the medical markets
0: i even some of the recreational markets because like when we say it's like 18 states or something like now have totally legalized cannabis even out of that 18 like new york's not open for business new jersey's not open for business uh virginia's not open for business and so who is uh your local weed man oh yeah true well you know maine's open Maine is open. Let's uh, talk about some sales records out
1: of Maine last month. Yeah, Maine marijuana sales set another new record. Sales. Of adult use in Maine, top 10 million for the first time in August.
0: No, nice. 10 million. The office in Maine of marijuana policy reports that there were 130 thousand transactions in August for 10 million, in sales. That generated one million in sales tax revenue. Rebuilding Maine one spleef Well, you know you can't buy those there because there's something else in them. One joint at a time man helping those
1: roads the schools i mean that's amazing those schools i love it yeah it's a uh, good money got to
0: fight against those hurricanes that are coming like new jersey you gotta gotta go like rebuild after that hurricane put some of that weed money on that
1: dude can you imagine like yeah that'd be great if we like would help rebuild like the south <laughs> i'm hoping it helps rebuild illinois here over the next five years oh my goodness yeah yeah, yeah but hopefully again i don't know where the money goes here in washington state we've made so much money since 2012 space yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> bezos gets his brother he's like hey you want to spend some of this money i got sure
1: Dude, these idiots though i mean there's the the top the the people who run the show uh they negotiate for boeing to stay for like a 70 million tax break or some retarded shit just because boeing threatened to like get up and go like where are you gonna go boeing Where are you going to go? go? Where are there more (laughs)
0: uh, aeronautical engineers per capita? Seriously. You really enjoy flying into that sound because of the vistas. You like seeing the mountains. You like the
1: landing with the water. You like all of those things, don't you? Don't you, Boeing? Yeah. I just say, like, where is the money? I I wish we had more transparency with that. And, like, Colorado, I believe, has really good transparency with theirs. You know, they know where it's going in the school systems. I, I, I don't know. The only thing I see are freaking marijuana ads that say, do you like to play air guitar? You've seen those stupid ads? That's us. That's us. These are ads from Washington State about, like, when you get high, you play your guitar. That's us. <laughs> That is peculiar (laughs) Um, I'm glad that we just don't
0: have ads That's actually the better thing you know
1: Stupid Department of Health bullshit though Yeah
0: well let's talk about thousands Apply to clear records of marijuana offenses In Arizona but many
1: more Have yet to act Nearly 10 months after Arizona voters passed Proposition 207 thousands of people convicted Of minor marijuana related offenses Are having their records wiped clean and hundreds are Applying to do so this week Nice Uh, Our friend uh, Chris Martin he's doing his uh, part in this well so hopefully that's great i mean like
0: i'm glad that a lot of these places do the auto expungement but uh, some of them you actually have to do the petitions and there's been 3600 petitions for expungement of marijuana convictions have been granted since they became available in maricopa county on july 12th with an average of 506 petitions filed each week according to the maricopa county superior court maricopa county i believe is the most population dense county in uh, arizona
1: yeah, they're, they're definitely one of the bigger ones. I, you know what's funny, too? What it always amazes me is, especially during festivals when I meet people at HempFest and a lot of prisoners and people who face prosecution, but people who are free, people who are on the other end and who are trying to get their life better, and they actually believe in the system still. They actually believe, like, if I get clemency or par- I get my part and I get my life better, or uh, I believe in, uh, like, still faith in... America, which always impresses me when people go through some effed up stuff and still come out strong and believing, like, because you know, there are a lot of people who believe they don't belong in there, but it's just crazy The uh,
0: it's just still another 250 000 to 500,000 cases that may be filed, and the cost of it is basically free, and because. Organizations like normal have already helped process over a thousand of the gand, uh, granted petitions. One of the nice things about this type of legal process, as opposed to some of the crazy shenanigans that I get myself into, uh, is that there is a form and there's a method and there's a system. And so then once you understand that, that system is just here it is. Here's how you do it. Go get it done. You
1: know, It's nice that Arizona has laid it out because California has fucked that one all up. <laughs> You know, it's each even with L.A. or San Francisco was the one that had to do it just for their city. Mm. You know, there's no overall system database that has, like you said know how to funnel it or whatever i think arizona just <laughs> depends on the state right and how they create their yeah don't tell the state what to do that's going to be somebody
0: else's job who's doing rent seeking in the legislation process you know it's great there's so many little uh, fiefdoms all over this uh, wonderful united states and people that have legitimate businesses where they uh, just take a whole bunch of money from the government i love it
1: oh i just heard freaking uh, oklahoma if anybody in oklahoma can let me know uh apparently the gas company now is charging cannabis companies So now there's a new fine or a new fee that they got to pay. Everybody's going to nickel and dime the industry for whatever reason.
0: Hey, guys, uh, let's tax tax that weed a little bit more. Oh, okay, But can we spend it on the stuff we want? Yes. Beer and weed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I mean, like pet projects for communities and stuff and like politicians, you know, or pools, pools, (laughs) trips to New York or whatever. Ah, And with that, I believe we've we've wrapped it up. We've hit the end, brother. Of that. I think that's it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. Keep up with all cannabis legalization news. We'll see you on Sunday.